Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Who to captain? And boy, do I need to make a goalkeeper transfer. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. It's game week 15 coming up on Tuesday. So this is my team selection and game week preview. I've hinted there I'm going to be making a move around a goalkeeper and I'm of course also going to be discussing captaincy this week because there's a few good options as well as of course looking at the game week just gone in 14 and looking ahead to my future moves because I've got some exciting plans coming up. But first let's just have a quick look so far at the best defences in the Premier League so far this season because the data I'm about to show you links very nicely to my first transfer this week. See if you can guess which one that might be. So all season so far when we look at the top four teams in terms of defensive data we take expected goals conceded and goals conceded. Arsenal are at number one. They've expected to concede 11 and they have conceded 11. Man City have conceded the second lowest expected goals against them 12.25 but actually conceded 16 goals. Newcastle 14 xgc but have only conceded 14, which is slightly better than Man City in terms of goals conceded, and Liverpool in fourth just behind them. What we see here is Newcastle are a top three defence. All the way down in 15th, you have West Ham. Any ideas what I'm working towards here? Well, Ariola has been my goalkeeper since game week 10. Many of you that wildcarded around 8, 9, 10 bought in Ariola. He's kept one clean sheet all season. In 14 Premier League games, one clean sheet, yet for some reason we set and forget him and we just have him as our keeper every week. Well, now we've been presented with a gift. Last week we thought we had one in Kelleher, but it was like, okay, Alisson will be back in a few weeks. We think we might have well-priced keepers in Raya and Sanchez, but we've not made those switches yet. Well, now we might have a goalkeeper playing for Newcastle who's going to play for a good few months. Pope's Looks like he's dislocated his shoulder. Last time he did that for Burnley, he was out for like three months-ish. Dubravka's a good goalkeeper, the second choice at Newcastle. He's priced at 3.9 million. If he comes in and plays well, of course he keeps his spot. Now, there is the fear with a Dubravka that come January, the transfer window opens, and if he's bad in December, they go and buy or loan in a new goalkeeper. Now, the transfer window opens in January, the start of January, January the 1st, that's game week 20. So 
he's going to play to game week 20 regardless. So he's still going to get a good few weeks. And personally, I think if he plays well, they just keep him in goal. And I'm looking at keeping Ariola anyway, right? I'd be taking out Strakosha and bringing in for the same money, second choice goalkeeper Strakosha, for a starter at Newcastle for one of the best defences in the league. Who do you think Newcastle will go for, by the way? Like, if he's bad, Ramsdale, would Arsenal sell? I don't think so. David De Gea is a free agent. Or you could even look at, like, Saudi Arabia with obviously their links. I was thinking, what good goalkeepers play in Saudi? Could there be a loan deal back to Newcastle? Well, Edouard Mendy, the former Chelsea goalkeeper, wouldn't wouldn't put it past them for that. So you don't want to buy someone because Pope's going to be a number one. You don't want to buy a really good keeper. A loan would be the ideal world. But look, let's have a look at those Newcastle fixtures before we see my team and compare them with the West Ham fixtures because I'm going to keep Ariola, right? So I've just gone to the scout members area and gone, let's have a look at the next like 10-ish game weeks. Who would you start in game week 15 all the way through to game week 24 if you owned both Ariola and Dubravka, do they rotate fairly well? Well, I think they do. In 15, like you're looking at, you're pretty much looking at Dubravka in all weeks other than 16, you'd probably play Ariola. Um, you'd probably play Ariola again in game week 20 when Dubravka plays Liverpool. Um, 21, same again, maybe Ariola, and possibly in 22, but then back to Dubravka for 23 and 24. So I think they rotate quite nicely and it's great you can do this in the scout members area do check out the link in my description if you want to sign up as a member or have a little bit of a play so that's my top line plans for the week to come we'll see how that works for my team and my forward planning and captaincy in just a sec but let's just reflect on the game week that was a fairly high scoring one in game week 14 how did you guys get on let me know in the comments hoping many of you got green arrows i got a very small green arrow and if you had a good game week and you fancy feeling charitable do hit that like button and on the video and subscribe to the channel. Uh, game week 14 so far, right? So Haaland uh, got me 14 points. I'm okay with that. The yellow card at the end was annoying. Um, would have actually been a third assist because Grealish was through and the referee decided to blow up. If Grealish had scored that, three assists for Haaland, he would have got bonus. Instead, he went from assist and bonus, not getting those things, to yellow card. Um, but it was the right captaincy call in the end. Uh, unfortunate for Salah owners because... He set up Darwin a couple of times for big chances. Uh, Taylor was very much the hero of my game week for his 10 points. Did you start Charlie Taylor, guys? I hope you did. Saka with eight, Son with 10. I did say on this channel, I'm starting Taylor over cash, over LaSalle's, because I just said last week in this same video, didn't I? If, if Taylor was ever going to get a clean sheet, it was going to be against Sheffield United. And he popped up with an assist and some bonus as well. I was delighted to see Son get 10 points. I did, however, have a clangor this game week too. I sold the RB, got an assist. I sold Watkins, who got double digits. You guys knew I was going to go Darwin, didn't you? You knew it. This was before the Watkins news I was considering Darwin. And then the Watkins flag was enough to sort of tee me over the edge. Um, it is what it is. I think I'm going to just pray that Darwin comes up big in the next couple of game weeks. Watkins has got two very tough games now against the league's best two defences, as we've just seen, Arsenal and Man City. Can he perform against those two? I'm not so sure there'll be many goals, if any. So overall rank at 317k, 63 points this game week. But how about the game week to come? Tuesday night deadline, which is fun. Like We love a midweek game, game week deadline in FPL. Fast turnaround. At the moment, I've got Ariola in goal, but that is going to change. I'm going to use a transfer for Ariola to stay in the team, but be on the bench. And then Strakosha comes out the team, but into the 11 comes his replacement, 
which is Dubravka of Newcastle. Ariola's going to concede a couple against Spurs away, isn't he? Um, and look, Newcastle have a very good chance of a clean sheet at Goodison Park. Everton haven't been scoring many at all at Goodison Park. And actually, even like if Everton win, it feels like they're going to win 1-0, um, as we saw at the weekend. So I'm back in Newcastle for a clean sheet there. Um, and I'll be playing Lascelles as well. So double Newcastle defence, if you like. Um, defensive cover. Simakas away to Sheffield United. I want some attacking returns, please. And Gabriel away to Luton. So it looks good at the back. And Burmo stays in the team. Of course he does. There's always fun against Brighton. There could be goals in that one. Son against West Ham, I think it's a really good captaincy option. We'll talk captaincy in a minute. Palmer should be good for a start against United, knowing he didn't start the weekend for Chelsea. I think he was carrying a bit of a knock. Um, Saka away to Luton, yes please. And Salah to Sheffield United. Haaland away at Villa. So a lot of my players are away this week. And then Darwin away to Sheffield United. A couple of big questions. First, let's address one of the elephants in the room. Does Darwin start versus Sheffield United? Now, I thought a start for Darwin was going to be dependent on right, three, three games in six days, right? We always knew that for Darwin. Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. Saturday, they play Crystal Palace. Wednesday, they play Sheffield United away. Can he play 90-90-90? Probably not. But can he start all three? Yeah, there's a chance because he missed the Europa League game on the Thursday before game week 14. But for him to start, we need goals and we need good performances. Now against Fulham, if he had scored a brace, it's like, yeah, Klopp would have probably kept him in for Sheffield United. But now I'm very much 50-50 because he didn't do well. Gakpo's sat there going, I just scored a couple in the Europa League. Give me a chance against Sheffield United. And Darwin does... It does fill with Darwin. He's going to be the sort of striker that plays better against teams that have a go, not teams that part the bus. He wants to play an Aston Villa or a Spurs, a high line, Man City, even Newcastle he came on and scored a, a brace against, didn't he? Like He wants to be able to run in behind. And it, against Fulham, who are fairly deep, you can't really do that. Against Sheffield United, I don't think you're going to be able to do that. Maybe not even against Palace. So look, I knew this. Before I bought him, I still, look, he can score, he should be scoring against the weaker teams that do park buses. So let's see if that comes. He just needs a goal and then I think we might get a nice little run for him. So of course, even if he's benched, I expect him to come off the bench. Half an hour against Sheffield United, I still want points. Um, so that's where we're at with Darwin. On my bench, I'm going to go Taylor, plays Wolves. I do think Wolves score at home. Cash, I'm not thinking Cash is going to be starting against Man City. Konza played right back against Bournemouth. I think that trend could continue. Carlos and Pau Torres at centre-back. Cash is a hard sell this week, guys. And before we talk captaincy, let's talk about what I'm doing with Cash. Because my plan was to sell him this game week. But I'm going for the goalkeeper transfer and I'm going to sell Cash next game week. Should I be selling Cash this? No, I shouldn't. Because if I sold Cash this week, I'll be benching Lascelles. And I'd be starting Ariola, And I just don't want to start Ariola versus Spurs. So I also don't know who I'm selling cash for. I've got three options, right? I can sell and will be selling Matty Cash for Porro, who is picking up some wonderful attacking positions. No fullbacks in the league quite play like Postacoglu fullbacks. They pop up in number 10 positions. They're not inverted midfielders like you might see at Man City or Trent at Liverpool. They don't pop up in centre mid, they pop up in number 10. So they are in and around the opposition box a load, especially Porro. Like we're going to get goals from Porro very soon, I think. So Porro is definitely on my watch list, but so are two other good, good fullbacks at the same price. 
Rhys James, I know what you're all thinking. You'll be injured soon. But the Chelsea fixtures are so, so good from game week 16, which is when I'm buying. It's a sea of green. Everton, Sheffield United, Wolves, Crystal Palace. Great fixtures for Rhys James. Do I go there? Maybe. Then the other one is Man City. Like, do I just go Carl Walker? Now, they do blank in game week 18, which puts me off a little bit. But the fixtures are absolutely there for them, aren't they? For, for the next couple, you get Luton and Crystal Palace. If there is a double game week announced in game week 20 for Man City, I'm more likely to buy Reece, um, Walker now. I bench him in 18 and then I've got him for the double in 20. He has played 90 minutes in every single game for Man City so far this season in the league. Because with Man City defenders, we all go, oh, I'm not going to buy them because they rotate all the time. And true, they do. Not at right back. Kyle Walker, 90 every single game week. That's ridiculous. Like, he's as nailed as nailed can get. And he's 5.3 million, and he's going to keep clean sheets aplenty. Not too many attacking returns, however. I think Porro and Reese James will get more. I'd need a double game week announced before I make that transfer to do it. And even then, I still think I might be veering towards Reese James or Porro. Uh, but I've got a week to decide, and I'm hoping Matty Cash doesn't drop in price anymore. I can make the move after the Tuesday deadline, of course, if I want to go early on that. But... I'll probably be waiting to Thursday till I make my transfer. And there'll be a team selection video out, of course, on Friday as well, ahead of game week 16. It's coming thick and fast. But let's talk about captaincy because I did a poll on um, Twitter earlier. I was like, early captaincy thoughts. Let's just have a look, see where everyone's thinking. And I thought it would be fairly split. Like, I... I I, I very much assumed Salah would be the favourite. And Salah away to Sheffield United, of course, is such a good option because Sheffield United just conceded five to Burnley. If Haaland had gone and scored a hat-trick today or Son a hat-trick on Sunday, rather, if Haaland had scored a hat-trick on Sunday or Son had scored a hat-trick on Sunday, maybe they'd have slightly more saying they were going to vote. But from, from the poll I did, um, over 2,000 votes, but we're looking at uh, around 80% likely to go Mo Salah for Sheffield United. Around 10% will go Haaland and around 5% will go Saka away at Luton and Son at home to West Ham. I think Son to West Ham is an underrated fixture for Son. Firstly, out of all those four players, he's the only one with a home game. Now, most of the time, we like to captain a home player for obvious reasons. Son at home to West Ham is getting points, surely. Obviously, Salah has an outstanding fixture. But if I wasn't going Salah or my vice captain is going to be Son. But I am very likely to go Salah just because Sheffield United, boy of the floodgates, opened. Like, it's ridiculous. Conceding five to Burnley is, is, is not a good look. Bournemouth the week before ran them all over the shop. So I've got a captain Salah away to Sheffield United. Although if you want to go rogue and differential, I think the Son fixture is quite a good one. So that's where we're at so far this game. We kind of look forward to seeing your questions in the comments. If you've got questions, I always try and respond. If you're a channel member, I'm more likely to respond. I always respond, of course, to any members. You can click join at the bottom of the video. Thank you for watching. The likes and subscribes are so, so welcome this time of year. I'll be back later in the week with another team selection video and there'll probably be another live or two as well. Thank you for watching and I'll see you very soon. Podcast Network.